welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, in today's podcast, we are going to talk about the WPC Worlds that were in Lombard, Illinois, um, starting October 24th of this year, just a couple weeks ago. And the reason I want to cover that is not, be, you know, to say that my wife won all these, got all these PRs and won the Open and won her Masters division and came home with all the golds. Now, we don't want to talk about how our little team, Nemesis Powerlifting out of Minneapolis, sent six people when we came away with eight golds and two silvers. I'm not going to brag about that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what we are going to talk about is kind of how we got there as a team and some of the mental fortitude that went into it in the middle of a statewide, Minnesota statewide, lockdown, shutdown, pandemic, COVID-19, and all that. And it's more a philosophical thing. And yes, I mean, philosophical thing. Yeah, I squatted over 800 pounds. My wife squatted 562 pounds, blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about that. Yes, it was physical. You know, Tom Fahey set a uh, bench press world record with like 633 in the old bitty old man division, you know, bringing a walker up to the platform. But, you know, it really is about persistence and fortitude and not having a victim mentality, a non-victim mentality. And I don't want to say you know, anti-victim or non-victim, because I want to be clear here, because a lot of people think the opposite, right? The antithesis, the antonym to victim is survivor. But when you use the word survivor, that means just surviving. That means just keeping your nose above water, just getting above the line in living, okay? Surviving is not thriving, is not winning, is not overcoming, is not, you know, blowing it out of the water, destroying things, you know, and rolling forward. Surviving is just getting by. So the opposite of victim is not survivor. It's, I would say, the complete opposite of being a victim is being a winner, an overcomer. Someone who knocks it down, destroys it, wins, blows it out of the water. Because I want to be careful. A lot of people think the opposite of loser or victim is winner. Well, every winner loses. There's only been one perfect team in professional football. The 19, was it 1972 Miami Dolphins? That's it. That's it. 100-year history, NFL, whatever. One perfect season for one team. Never been a perfect team in uh, basketball, baseball. And there's never been a perfect powerlifting meet or um, lifter who hasn't bombed or screwed up. So, you know, losing or has always won no matter what they did. You know, everybody gets second, third, or first fourth place, sometimes even lower. And we work our way up. So we know that about sports. We know that about athletics. We know that about life and academics. We know that about um, in the arts. You can't be first seat violin or first seat cello. You work your way up. So, you know, 
losing your chair, your cello chair in the symphony, doesn't mean you're not a winner. It just means a temporary setback that you learn things from and move forward. So I want to be clear that victimhood does not mean loser. We all lose and we all can win. The goal is to be above 500 at the end of the day. And that makes you a winner. Hopefully you can be higher than that. You want your average a lot higher than that. But what we want to look at is how we got to Lumbar, Illinois. You know, of course, we, you know, we're always asking, is there a meet in Lumbar, Illinois? But it, how did we get there? Where one, they moved the location all around because of COVID and Chicago and um, Chicago regulations and the hotel regulations due to the pandemic. They had to move it to a gym and that's fine. So you actually had the location change to something, you know, that, you know, usually you won't see a world championship out. It was a great facility. It was big. It actually worked out perfect for it. Um, wonderful. But, you know, you had some movement there. So there was some perseverance on the side of the, um, the meat hosts and meat directors because they had to be flexible and persevere and find a way to carry on. I uh, think of the Kempers, Tom and Kathy Kemper out of Fargo, North Dakota, who were the upper Midwest NPC National Physique Council um, chairman, bodybuilding chairman, and how they have been running shows with like nobody in the audience, you know, 20, 30 people in the audience, and just running those bodybuilding shows, moving forward, persevering no matter what. So what is perseverance? Perseverance is the ability to continue to move forward no matter what's thrown at you, no matter what's the odds. It's about every time you're knocked down, you get back up, dust yourself off, and lean forward. Take a step forward. Yes, you may be knocked down, but you keep getting back up. Let's give an example of how we got to the World Championships and perseverance. And maybe you can apply this to your own life. When they said they were going to shut us down for two weeks, okay, we decided to go lift in someone's basement. They had a full gym, not everything you need for powerlifting, but enough. So we decided to lift in a friend's gym. Yes, and we were being careful with the regulations, and I understand coronavirus most than anyone listening to here, and we were working with our own family biome, people that we hang out all the time. So we share the same critters, the same viruses, the same fungi, the same bacteria when you hang out with some people three or four times a week and you sweat on each other. It's the same biome. That's how it works. This isn't a biology lesson. If you don't understand that, then you have to go back to biology 101. I'm not arguing with people who uh, can't dissect their way out of a fetal pig. I'm not going to argue because you don't understand how the how your own body works and how viruses work. Whoever you hang out with most of the time is who you share critters with. Sorry, even if you don't like your coworker next to you, you're sharing his critters. We're all connected. Isn't that funny? We're all connected by viruses and bacteria. That's why I think biases and racism are crazy. You get close enough to someone, you've just become part of them. That's how it works biologically. That's why I kind of giggle watching, watching these idiots. But anyway, <clears throat> so we started training there for two weeks. We, we When the closed down was only supposed to be for 14 days it's only for two weeks they closed everything down so we went and trained a little bit we're like all right well, the gym will reopen well of course they moved the goal post because two weeks wasn't enough 
because even though the experts said two weeks is all we need, it wasn't enough for them. They changed their, their math or their math was off and their math is totally incorrect and always has been. So they shut down the gyms again. So we went back to the gym and off hours, moved our monolith, that's our specialized squat rack, you know, our bars, some of our weights, our bench. We put it in a U-Haul and moved it to a friend's basement who had room for all that. It was about 45 minutes an hour away from my house. So twice a week, we drive down there, sometimes three times a week, one way an hour just to get a workout in. Then my friend who had that, this, this uh, basement we used actually sold his house and moved his residence. So during the shutdown, after a couple weeks of, you know, training there and then grabbing our equipment, training a couple weeks, he moved his residence. So we had to, we had to get another U-Haul, move all our equipment to the other side of town, put it in his basement again and train and train and train. Then everything reopened magically, you know, it, it's safe now. Really? Okay. So then the gyms opened and we got a U-Haul again. I explained that to a good friend of mine, Flavio. He's an overhead lifter, very strong Brazilian um, lawyer. And he's like, Fred, nobody would do all those things, move, you know, go back and forth, move, grab all that equipment. You said, you're right. It's called perseverance because we're not letting the pandemic shut us down. Now we were being safe. We didn't know much back then. Was this the great plague of Justinian, you know? And, you know, as weeks went by, we realized, no, there's not bodies in the street. It's only taking out the elderly. I already knew it was a coronavirus, so it's not that strong as much as everyone jumps up and down and says it is if your immune system's strong. Um, it's not going to take you out. It's not going to take you out like swine flu, the normal swine flu that no one's even talking about that's out there right now. But anyway, so perseverance. So we, we moved everything back to the gym and kept training. Now, amazingly, months go by, we start training in the gym, people coming up, how are you guys still in shape? And how did you get in shape? And of course, I said, oh, it's all the rest. Laugh out loud. You know, it's sitting around watching Netflix. It's sitting around in my chair, recliner, feeling like a victim because a little virus is going to take us down. Well, we have evolved with viruses for years. Since we went upright on our feet about six million years ago as hominids, we've had these viruses around all the time. We've moved around. They're symbiotic with us. We have three to five pounds of bacteria, viruses, and fungi on our inside and outside us. We are 90% micro, you know, biome. We are bugs. 90% of our cells, right, are bacteria and viruses. 90% of our cells. That's amazing. Let me say that again. 90% of our cells are other. 10% is mammalian, is us, human cells. So we grew up symbiotically with all these things anyway. So just keep that in mind. I'll probably do a whole podcast on that because there's idiots out there trying to wash off their microbiome and realize, it, you know, you're more bug than you are Fred, you know? So think about that. But anyway, perseverance, perseverance. So we're back at the gym, we're training. Some, you know, we didn't know if the, the nationals were gonna occur. So we found a meet in South Dakota, which of course, you know, the coronavirus can't cross the, the state boundary there. You know, they have per capita less deaths, less hospitalizations. Yes, their cases are higher. That doesn't mean anything. Coronavirus, we're all going to get it. 
Every one of us is going to get a cold. Every one of us is going to get COVID-19, just like every one of us has OC43 or 296E. We've all had it. But anyway, that the uh, we go to South Dakota and we qualify. Then the next week, I go down to Florida and help coach. And it's amazing, you know, that all the uh, meat directors and handlers and helpers at the Nationals bending over backwards, trying to follow the COVID guidelines for the hotel, you know, and the athletes wearing the masks, the social distancing. It was amazing. And they persevered and got a national championship or national championship meet done. It was amazing. So then we went to the Worlds and we busted our ass. Now, the numbers were down. We were underrepresented by the countries, trying people trying to get in. But you know what? It continued. Persevere. Continue. Live as normal a life as you can. In fact, move past it. My family, especially me and my wife, we looked at this COVID and pandemic thing as an opportunity to get stronger. She hit PRs. PRs. Now she's a midwife student. She doesn't get sleep. She's catching babies all the time, doing homework, you know, not home. Probably only got one and a half to two training sessions in a week. But she knew that going in. So every training session was intense. And she tried to recover as best she can. She persevered. Perseverance means moving forward. Means not just surviving the pandemic. Overcoming, kicking its butt, and being stronger. It's a choice. It really is. Some people said, well, I can't do that. Why? It's a choice. Yeah, you have to go get a U-Haul and move equipment. It takes time. What else are you going to do? Watch Netflix? You know, you know, soak yourself in hand sanitizer. You, you know, order your Grubhub and sit and wait and, you know, grab, grab your food with a 10-foot pole. What are you going to do? Are you going to persevere? I have uh, some patients that decided, well, you know, if I'm going to work from home and I'm going to have some extra time at home, I don't have to drive in. You know, I'm going to go back to school. I have someone going back to school and they've already completed four college courses during the pandemic while going to class, while doing their job because they can do it from home because they they picked up that extra travel time. They don't have to drive half hour, 40 minutes one way to get to work. So now they can take a class. They're going to go back and get their degree. Perseverance, making lemonade out of the lemons that are thrown at you. When someone throws bricks at you, build a castle. It's an attitude. If you're taught the victim mentality, that will change your worldview. If you're taught the winner and overcomer mentality, it changes your worldview. Yes, people think I'm crazy. People think my family, it's me and Belinda are kind of nuts. We go forward. They look at our Facebook page and they see me with the girls even during this pandemic. Okay, what's open? A state park? We're going to go there. What's open here? We're going to go do this. This beach is open. We're going. I remember when the restaurants first opened up. I was on Grand Avenue with all the kids. At noon, all the restaurants were going to open up whatever day that was. Probably in May or <clears throat> June. And we only found one. But I found one. And I drove around and we looked at five different restaurants. 
they were ready. Some were just going to open a dinner. We found Billy's uh, on Grand it's Sports Bar and Grill. And we went there and just got, you know, bad chicken sandwiches or whatever. They were okay. You know, but it's like you know, they hadn't cooked for two months. But think about that. We went and said, we will enjoy our lives and move forward. We're not going to sit there and be a victim. We're not entitled to anything. Don't feel sorry for me. I'm a human being with a fully functioning brain and a free will. And I freely choose to move forward. I freely choose if whatever opening I have, I'm going to take it legally. Whatever opening. Oh, this park is opening. We're going to take it. This restaurant's opening. We're going to take it. Oh, they're letting us walk around. We're going to go do that. Well, we can go to the mall. We have to drive to Wisconsin, wear a mask, but who cares? We're going to a mall. Only half the shops were open, but that's what we did. Drove an hour just to get to a mall so the girls could go to a mall during the pandemic and lockdown. We drove and we went different places. We continued to live our lives as normally as possible. Now, is it anywhere close to pre-March 2020, you know, the month science died in America? Is it, is it anywhere close? No. No, not even close. But there's metals on our, our, our fire mantle, fireplace mantle. And our kids are seeing us move forward. And Belinda's going to graduate in a couple months. Something to think about. Perseverance. Moving forward. What can we get done? What can you do in your life to persevere? When they throw big bricks at you, build a castle. And this has been another fact podcast. <laughs>